Thanks for listening to this podcast from Christ Church of Orinoco. Our hope is that it would help you discover completeness in Jesus. Now for this week's teaching. Morning, welcome to uh, Grace Space Parenting. My name is Adam Scooty, and um, I'll be leading the class along with Peter Buckland, who unfortunately is not able to be here today. He had a, um, a marriage seminar this weekend, and he's preaching at a local church where he held the marriage seminar. So I'm thankful for that, but he will be here next week, and he and I will be teaching the class. If you would, um, I know I mentioned this, but fill out the info card, write your name on your name tag. There's coffee back there. Feel free to grab it at any point. Uh, let me pray, and then um, we'll do a couple things. Father, thank you so much for the gift of parenting. And God, um, we know that it's a challenge, but we thank you that through challenge you grow us. And so we just submit this time and we surrender ourselves to you. We pray that you would give us uh, open hearts and open minds to receive what you have for us and to learn uh, to be gracious with our kids and to love them well. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, As we begin, come on in. As we begin, uh, I would just like you to, around your tables, uh, introduce yourself and then do, do a couple of these things. Uh, talk about your family. Is it traditional? Is it blended? W- w- have either or both of you been divorced? All those things. Because in today's day, man, there's lots of different factors that go into a family. So talk about some of those things. W- what are the names of your kids? What are the ages of your kids? And then do, do you both work? Does one of you work? Are you both at home? How, how is all of that? So just kind of talk a little bit about your family and, and we'll get rolling. All right, well, if, um, if we want to uh, just kind of bring it back in, um, I'd like to just talk a little bit about all the logistical stuff for the class. Whoa, Dax loves that part. Awesome. Um, so does everybody have a book? Does anyone not have a book? Okay. You two couples don't have a book, right? Okay. So let me, let me do this. The books are $10, but let's give them to you and then just come to me afterwards and we'll figure it out. Um, So here you go. And we'll be going through the first lesson and I'll talk about that a little later. Um, So everybody has a book. Fantastic. Uh, If anybody needs another one, if you want one for each spouse or, or you have a friend that wants to come or just follow along, uh, in the resource center there's some books and we can always order more. Cards. I don't know that there are cards on your table. We're going to put out cards. But on the back of your information card, if there's any questions that we don't get to in class or that you would like to ask, um, grab someone else's information card if you want it to be anonymous or make it look like they're asking the question. Or just, ask, or just fill that in on the back of your information card. Uh, there's clips. Uh, some of you have clips in front of you. We're going to put out a handout today. Uh, the handout stapled. You can fold it and put it in your book, or you can clip it to your book, or, or however you want to do it. We'll probably only have one handout, maybe one or two others, but throughout the class, we're not going to have a bunch of handouts, so we didn't give binders or anything like that. On your tables, there is a Right Now Media card, the orange card. It looks like this. Uh, right Now Media is a new resource to the church. Uh, it's fantastic. It's kind of like Netflix, uh, but you don't have to pay. You just go there and you put, I think it's cco.church backslash right now media, and it has a bunch of content for the church. 
Uh, so one of the one of the pieces of content on there is the grace based parenting. So if you ever miss a class or if you want to review, you can go back, uh, go in the search part, and just put grace based parenting. Now Tim Kimmel has a bunch of grace based parenting books. Uh, this is the first one, so make sure that the one you click on looks like this. But I didn't do that the first time, and I got this like adoptive one, and I was watching it and going, was our class based for? Adoptive parents, and I got really confused, and then I realized, oh, and it was like an hour and a half long, so I was like, wow, that's long too. We're not going to be able to do that in a class. And then I realized this is the one I should have clicked on. So just make sure that it's the the kind of powder blue, sky blue uh, cover, and and there's a bunch of videos. You'll see them one today. Uh, they're about 20 minutes or so long each. Uh, so that's a free resource. We want to encourage you to do that. Not just for Grace Based Parenting, but there's great things on there for whatever uh, you're searching for or need. If you have any challenges with that or any difficulties, you can always contact me. Uh, I'll give you my email address. My email address is adam.scooty. My last name is Scooty, S-C-U-T-T-I at cco.church and if I can't help you I'll definitely connect you with someone who can also on your table there should be one of these Uh, it is a gospel centered parenting workshop that Peter Buckland who's co-leading this class and Titus Newton Schwander who's a pastor at College Heights Christian Church will be leading Uh, it's Saturday October 6th from 9 to 1230 there's going to be a continental breakfast and some snacks and stuff and then they'll walk through some great resources, tips, and and parenting um, skills. Uh, And that will be 9 to 12.30 on Saturday, October 6th. So if you're interested in that, uh, contact the church, let me know, and we'll get you connected with the right people. So each week, uh, I mentioned this a little bit, but just want to reiterate, we're going to start, we'll have a little bit of discussion in the beginning, kind of reviewing what we learned and hopefully start to put into practice uh, each week. And then we'll watch a video. We'll have some discussion after that. We'll have some teaching as well. So, that being said, let's kick off this video. And, uh, and then we can go into our class. As he goes through the video, if you open your books, there's fill in the blanks. So, feel free to fill in the blank. All right, so that was a lot of information, and um, we're going to probably give you a ton of information, and what I would like for you to understand is it's not to be grasped and assimilated immediately. Just pick one thing that really stood out to you and start to try to practice that. Um, So what I'd like to do now is let's... Break into our tables again and just talk about what what was one thing that stood out to you during the video. And so I want to give you about five, eight minutes just to discuss that. What was one thing that really stood out to you as you were watching the video? So go ahead and and do that now if you'd like. So we're about to uh, wrap up the discussion, but what what was one thing that, that kind of stood out at your table that you noticed in the video? Was the music? The music? Yeah, that, that was. <laughs> yes. Loved. I, I tried to get some better music, but didn't have time to uh, overlay. <laughs> the music was fantastic. Well done, Mike. At our table, the, the fact you're raising future adults versus 
behavior modification. Yeah, yeah, and that's something we'll dive into. Is like, what, what is, what is that? Like, you know, something he said earlier really stood out to me. Um, let me see. I, I wrote it down. Um, what, you know, he said the difference between having a great kid and a successful kid. And when I heard that, it kind of went to that behavior modification. Do I want to train my kid to do good, or do I want to love my kid so that they are good? And I think there's a difference there, and we'll, we'll talk about that. D- does what we do flow from who we are, or do we think that what we do makes who we are? Those are big, big differences, and I think societally, socially, we... Um, we have different perspectives on that. And so that's something we're going to dive into and really look at what does God say about that. Um, so that's fantastic. The whole behavior modification thing. You know, what is that? Um, anybody else want to share? Okay. Um, one of the things that he talked about was John 1.17. But I'd like us to look at John 1.14. If you have your Bibles and you want to turn to John 1.14, John is the uh, fourth book of the New Testament. There's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and then John will be in chapter 1. And then verse 14. And does somebody want to read that when you get there? Excellent. What are those last five words of that verse? Full of grace and truth. Okay, full of grace and truth. And this is something that we want to really look at. Because when we relate, not just to our kids, but to anybody, we're always calibrating grace and truth. And so, I believe that's how God relates to us. That he relates to us through the proper calibration of grace and truth. I find sometimes in our society, we, we use this word. What's this word right here? Balance. When we talk about our life. Thank you so much, Haley. And I don't know that that's the proper word. Because I don't want a balance in my life. I want the proper calibration. I don't want equal time with my wife, my kids, my job, sleep, God, fun. I want the proper calibration. And sometimes that means I'm going to have more time in one area and less time in another. And sometimes I'm going to have more time in the other area and less time with this place. But, but always, constantly, there's this calibration. And so the same thing with our children. When we calibrate grace and truth, we have to start to discern what do they need more of. Because they always need both. But let's look at this real quick. If you have a simple matrix of grace and truth and... What happens if we're living in this quadrant, if everybody can see this, where there's little to no truth, little to no grace? And, and here's maybe some words to help. When you think of grace, think of invitation and investment. And when you think of truth, maybe some synonyms that help are, this isn't the best, challenge and accountability. So, what happens if you have little to no grace, little to no truth in your life? In other words, no one's inviting you to anything. No one's investing in you. No one's challenging you with anything. There's no standard to be upheld. What, what, do, you think that, what, what do you think that would be like? What are some words that come to mind? 
guided by your emotions? So, so it, it could be very emotional or willful, right? Emotional or, or even willful. Like, I'm either, gar- I don't know if that's right, willful? I'm going to have to go back to spelling class. Um, but yeah, like, and, and the Bible warns us about that, right? That, that our emotions aren't bad, but they're not to be followed. Our will isn't bad, but it's not to be followed. But that we're to be spirit-led, to submit and surrender to the Lord's will and, and movement in our life. So a- another word we could use here is apathy. You know? And you ever notice, like, maybe, maybe you haven't spent a lot of time with your kid or, or they're just kind of off on their own a lot and you don't know what to do and so you kind of let them live there but, but they kind of become apathetic. It's like, eh, whatever. What happens if there's a lot of grace but little to no truth? In, in other words, come on, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this, but you're never, you're never, never giving them anything to help you with. You're never challenging them with anything. What, what do you think that looks like? Permissive. Permissive. Excellent. Permissive is a great word. It can be selfish, right? And entitled, right? Because ultimately, I'm trying to get out of the way, we're enabling, right? And that's no good. What if, what if there's a ton of challenge but little to no investment, little to no invitation. Hey, you got to do this, do this, do this, do this. Hey, how come you didn't do this? How come you didn't get this? What is that going to do? Can almost be demeaning. What's that? Can almost be demeaning. Yeah, it can be demeaning. What did you say over there? Discouraged. Discouraged, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the Bible calls that exasperation, right? In, f- in fact, in, in Ephesians it says, Fathers, don't exasperate your children. So, exasperated or crushed, right? Crushed. But when we calibrate grace and truth well, we have, I, I think Tim calls it a great kid, Right? Because what we need to understand is that they need both invitation and investment. They need your love. They need your affirmation. They need that investment, that just time. Man, my son is uh, hes a good kid, but sometimes he can just be a knucklehead. And I realize that when he's being a knucklehead, you know, he's, he's that kid that like, you punish, you, you know, you discipline him and you take something away. And he's like, I didn't want that. And you're like, go to your room. And he's like, that's my castle. You know, and you spank him. And he's like, that's all you got? You know, and this is just my son. And it's like, boy, what do you do with a kid like that? But what I realized is that none of those things were working. And ironically, or in my mind, ironically, spending time with him, all of a sudden, he was great. And sometimes it's just that investment, whether it's inviting them to go to the store with you or, or whatever. And they're going to be resistant possibly at first. You know, tug them along. Um, but we also need challenge, you know. Like I'll give Grayson things to do. And I'm not just like, hey, go do this. I'm like, hey, 
why don't you, like he was helping me fix the fence because some of the pickets were falling off. And it's like, hey, why don't you watch me do this? And so I got the screws and the screw gun and put them back up and whatever. And then the next time I'm like, hey, why don't you help me do this? So he got some of the materials and we did it together. And then the next time I was like, okay, I'm now I'm going to help you. What do we need? And so he started to learn what to do and what to get. And then the last time I was like, hey, you do it. I'll come along. If you need help, I'm here, but you do it. And so he was able to do it. And now I, he's been empowered. He's been equipped. He, he's, he's entrusted. And so these are the things that we want to do. But remember, we always need grace and truth because all grace and no truth is enabling. All truth and no grace is crushing. But we always have to calibrate that well because sometimes they need more grace than truth and sometimes they need more truth than grace. Does that make sense? Excellent, excellent. Um, let me hand these out to you. And with the handout, let's see, two, four, six. With the handout, there's, again, there's a lot of information on here. So we're not expecting you to know it and assimilate it immediately. Um, but what we are asking is that maybe you look at one or two things and start to try to incorporate them into your practices and into your life. Um, and then we will we'll talk about those and see how things are going. I think that's six. Did I give you an extra? Oh, do you, you have enough? You can have each have one if you'd like. You can each have one of these if you'd like instead of... Um, Instead of just one per couple, you can each have one. Muito obrigado. Does everybody have one? Good, 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 good. All right. So, so on this handout, there's there's a lot of stuff you'll find. Um, with the grace and truth matrix we just drew, uh, just as a reminder, uh, practical ways to enact grace and truth. Uh, how to pray for grace and truth. And, and on the practical ways, there's, there's some practical ways to do it with various ages. So some, some children are a lot younger, and so there's different ways in which you challenge. There's different ways in which you invest. Some kids are older, and so again, there's different ways in which you challenge and invest. Um, how, how to pray for grace and truth. Uh, I believe wholeheartedly this is something that how God relates to us through grace and truth. We see that Jesus in John 1.14 was full of grace and truth. Um, James 1.5. Anybody want to flip there and read that? It's in the back of the Bible. It's right after Hebrews. James chapter 1 verse 5. So let me read that if you would. Excellent. If you need wisdom, ask, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Excellent, excellent. So, so he says it right there plainly. If you're lacking this, just ask him. God, you know, I pray almost every day. Probably, yeah, I wish I prayed it every day, but almost every day I pray. Father, please give me your grace and give me your truth and help me to calibrate it properly in every relationship I have. Help me to be sensitive to the individual I'm speaking with. Do they need more grace or do they need more truth? And how do I calibrate that properly so that they see you more clearly? You know, these are, these are simple prayers that we can pray and start asking God for that grace and truth. And I'll tell you, in parenting, 
there's sometimes you got to be asking for that grace because uh, it's, it's challenging at times. It is challenging at times. Um, there's some encouragement on there and some suggestions to help your children live in a way that honors Jesus and honors you. And also ways you can pray for your children. And I put uh, just a couple of things there in, in prayers that we'd prayed for our children from, from birth and even before birth. And it's never too early or too late to pray for your children, for, for character, for wisdom, uh, for their sp- future spouses should they get married. So I want to encourage you to check out the handout. Um, practice one or two things mentioned. Uh, be willing to come back and, and talk about it. How'd it go? Because it is our desire through this class to present a Christ-centered parenting approach that's not just general but truly personalized to your family. Because each of us are different too. The way in which we parent is going to be unique to our personalities and our, our children and how they best respond. Uh, Bella, we have two children, Bella and Grayson. Uh, if you know Bethany, my wife, myself, and our daughter Bella, we're we're over here on the extroversion scale, like way over here, and and then our son's like introverted, and so there was this time where um, Bella came running. So they were probably like five and seven. And Bella's seven, and she comes running into me. And she's like, Daddy, Daddy. And she's crying. And I'm like, whoa, what happened? She's like, Grayson hit me. And I'm like, what? Like, Grayson wouldn't just sock someone, you know? So I, I, I'm like, I go, and I talk to Grayson. I'm like, hey, did you hit your sister? Yeah. <laughs> why, why did you hit your sister? I don't know. You can't hit your sister. Okay. So a couple weeks goes by. Daddy. So I'm like, Grayson, what's going on? Stop. So now I'm on alert, right? And I'm watching. So one day, Grayson's out in the living room playing with Legos, which is different because he's usually in his room. And Bella's in her room, which is usually different because she's usually out and about. And so I'm kind of in the living room and I'm watching him and, and Bella comes running out of her room. She gives him this big hug and kiss and he just goes, smack! Right? And she's like, oh, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So even at that young age, Bella understood. And so we just talked about like, hey, that's totally good. If you want to run and give mom and I a hug and a kiss anytime. But with Grayson, you have to ask him. And we talked about extroversion and introversion a little bit. And 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 so like for Grayson, it was fight or flight. And he's like, well, I can take her, you know. So he stopped her. But we were able to talk through that. And so sometimes taking a step back instead of just getting on the kids and really being able to discern the situation helps. And so ever since then, Bella will ask him. Um, is it okay if I give you a hug? And sometimes you're like, no. And then sometimes he's like, okay. You know? And so this is just how, how they are. And so you learn to relate to one another. And so um, there, there's, there, that's what I'm talking about. When we desire to present a Christ-centered parenting, parenting approach that's personalized to your family. Because each family is unique and each family is different. Um, and it is our hope and prayer that you start to practice these things into your life. And, and remember, there's going to be bumps along the way. That's okay. God gives you grace and we're never going to be proficient in anything until we try. I think Mike and um, Brian are probably familiar with uh, Malcolm Gladwell. And, and he says, it takes 10,000 hours to become a master at anything. 
Uh, so, you know, how many of you have kids that are older than 10? Okay, a few of us. How many uh, only have kids younger than 10? Okay, that's the majority. So, it's early on, maybe, in, in this parenting thing. And like Tim said, there's no, there's no handbook. There's no manual, you know. But there is... Uh, God's wisdom, there's God's grace, and there's a community of believers that love you, and your own families that have journeyed this road before. So next week, uh, what I'd like to encourage you um, is that in our books, we filled out pages 7 through 10. Uh, you can review that. Like I said, there's Right Now Media on, on your tables. Please sign up for that. It's a great resource. And you can rewatch the video if you'd like. But also on pages 11 through or 11 through 17, there's some questions and homework type of stuff. Uh, you don't have to do that. I think it'll be really helpful though, just to kind of sink it in a little bit and also give you things to talk through and talk about. So we'd like to encourage you to work on those. Um, if you need a book or if only one of you has it and you want more, uh, just let me know and we'll get that to you. You can email me. I gave you my email earlier. So next week when we get together, uh, we'd like you to be ready to share at your table. What are some things that you, you practiced this week that from the handout? Or also, what, what were some questions or, or whatnot that stood out to you through the homework? And so we'll start the class kind of like that, and then we'll watch a video, have a little more discussion time, and a little bit of teaching. Um, so, yeah, just be ready to share challenges uh, of the week or through the book, joys of the week or through the book. Overall, how, how was the week? And, um, and one of the things that Tim said in the video that really caught my eye was this. There's no place like home for turning grace into action. Uh, that's, that's the beautiful thing that God's given us. He created a family. And this is the best place to practice these things. Because whether we realize it or not, there is a lot of grace in the home. And, and you're stuck with each other. So you've got to figure that out, you know? But, but that's a great place to practice. Um, so let me pray and we will dismiss. We'll try to, try to have class from about 9.15 to 10.30. So we will try to get you out of here every week around 10.30. That way you can get your kids and, and go to the 10.45 service. Or if you went earlier, you can get your kids and enjoy the rest of the day. So let me pray, and we will dismiss. Any Before I do, any, any questions or thoughts or comments that you want to throw this way before we wrap up? All right, then. Let me pray. Father, thank you that you uh, love us perfectly and that you calibrate grace and truth perfectly with us. And we pray that you would give us wisdom and discernment and the, that you would equip us to... Enact grace and truth in every relationship we have, and especially with our children. Lord, give us uh, patience, give us grace, and help us to see them and know them as, for who you've created them to be, and love them perfectly through all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for checking out this podcast. We hope this teaching helped you to discover completeness in Jesus and encourages you to help others do the same. For more resources or to learn about Christ Church in general, visit us online at cco.church.